Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Meaningful Mentor Um, and today we're going to be talking about having boundaries with chronic conditions and just long-term conditions in general Um, because I think it can be really really hard not to have only boundaries with ourselves um, when we have a chronic condition but managing everybody else's kind of expectations of us um, and putting in boundaries there that are going to help us um, and serve us in the long run. So what I'll do is I'll deep dive into the background around the kind of troubles maybe I've had with setting boundaries um, when it comes to my chronic condition and also communicating that with other people um, and then maybe go and deep dive into some tips that might help you when it comes to setting boundaries for yourself and others around you. So if you're just joining us, um, I'm Steph. <laughs> I uh, run the Meaningful Mental podcast. Um, I'm an OT by background and I have a chronic condition of IBS. Um, if you go back and listen to the other episodes, you'll be able to um, learn a little bit more about my experiences of IBS um, and also mental health um, and also the experiences of IBS from my partner Kev as well um, and I'm really really looking forward to um, being able to share with you um, some future episodes that are coming very soon um, from a couple of guests um, I'm going to be really deep diving into different um, chronic conditions so stay tuned for that as well. So if we just been to begin today and talk a little bit about um, my boundaries with IBS and how I've come to kind of accept my IBS and um, manage it better um, and how to kind of put my needs first when it comes to um, when I'm not feeling great um, instead of pushing myself um, through the pain and through the sort of mental torture in a way of dealing with a flare-up or feeling that I need to be present and be there for other people when I can't manage um, how I'm feeling or a flare-up. So I think all of us can relate, you know, if you're a people pleaser especially, that it can be really difficult to say no and, you know, if, if you've always been the person who's kind of the go-to person, I'm always the go-to person, always wanting to help people, always wanting to um, really kind of put myself out there and make it known that I am there for everybody, um, even if they aren't there for me, because that's just the type of person I am. And although I'm getting better with that now, and really kind of making sure that I'm looking after myself and knowing my boundaries. It can be really difficult at first. So when I first had my IBS diagnosis, I would hide it from people. I would not communicate when I was not feeling very well. I would just disappear and ghost people. I would either like do that disappear ghost or just battle through the pain and not communicate that and then seem a bit off or I wasn't putting in a hundred percent 
or I just seemed kind of distant and didn't really want to be there. And it's because I have really poor communication skills and I have really poor, um, and I'm still working on this now, you know, the ability to articulate and kind of just put like my needs out there of, okay, I'm not feeling great. I don't think this is a good idea right now. I'm just going to take some time out. Or if it was plans to go out for lunch and I just couldn't face it, I had a really bad morning with a flare up. Um, I'm just saying, you know, I, I could probably just manage, you know, maybe going for a drink rather than a meal um, somewhere that's like calm and quiet. Um, so I know if I need to go to the bathroom, then I can. It, it just makes it more relaxed for me. Um, but because I felt like an inconvenience and in that people weren't really going to be bothered about how I was feeling, it was more about how they were feeling that... I would just kind of suck it up and um, battle through it really and I'll reflect back now and I think why did I do that why did I feel the need to please everybody else and put their needs above mine um because you know it, it, it's you that suffers at the end of the day you you, you suffer with it um and even like aside from kind of going out with friends and meeting up and doing like you know um the fun things they they were hard but it was even harder when it came to work you know um although I'd communicate if I was um in a new team or because when um I first had IBS I was on like rotations within um hospitals so I'd often change teams um so I'd try and communicate to the team leader or manager that you know I do have IBS so that does mean at times I might need to leave meetings early I might need to just get up and get out of an assessment um quickly in case I need the bathroom um I might just need to excuse myself um you know uh, uh, you know I, I communicated that they were my needs and I was setting in a boundary but do you know what I admit I didn't always do that and I had to really push myself um, to do that because, again, I just didn't want to feel like an inconvenience. And I think that only made it look more like that I was just maybe a skyver or I didn't really want to get involved or people just misunderstood me because I was always quite quiet and reserved and I didn't like joining in and making myself known um, in case I did have to go and leave. Um, again, it, it all really just kind of messed with uh, my confidence and my ability to do things. Um, yeah, sorry if you can hear my guinea pigs running around. <laughs> they seem to do this when I um, record a podcast. They, they can hear my voice sometimes and they get excited thinking it's food. So. <laughs> um, Anyway, I think if you are going into a new situation, just put your needs out there and don't be ashamed of them because I would always to like love to open up a conversation with somebody and like know that they felt comfortable to approach me and say, Steph, you know what, 
um, I know we were going to go for a drink or I know we had this assessment to do with somebody, but I'm really not feeling it right now. Or can you just give me 10 minutes or can you just like adjust like maybe the noise and like the lighting in the room? Maybe it's the um, kind of if you've got like a migraine or you're sensitive to light or, you know, making the adjustments that you need that's going to make you feel better um, about it and sometimes even just those small changes and voicing your needs and making them known can have such a difference and it makes you feel less anxious and I know it does it did that for me at times so if I was in an assessment with somebody at work I would be like, oh, can I just open the window? Because if I was getting anxious or felt like I was going to have a flare up, having cool air coming through um, helped me. Um, and if I knew there was a bathroom close by, that was always a good thing as well. Um, and if I just explained um, kind of to my colleagues who were in the assessment that I might need to leave, I don't need to explain that to the patient, but as long as the colleagues know that I'm, you know, there um, and I might need to leave at some point, then that's totally okay and you can almost you know make a plan for these things and plan forward and um, I was never really good at doing that because of that you know need to please and the need to make sure that um the other person was okay and I was meeting their needs but needs but not really and um, taking any you know time to think about mine so and again, it can be the same with friends and family. If you let them know in advance, you know, you make plans like um, miles in advance when it comes to the day and you think, oh gosh, I don't want to be doing that. I know I'm not the only one. I'm an introvert at heart. So sometimes when I do make plans in advance and then I think, oh, I just, I don't really want to do this today or I'm not feeling it. I think we should all just be like, you know, normalise that. You know, if we don't want to do something and we're not feeling it that day, then we don't have to do it you know, honour ourselves and our feelings and emotions, you know, let it be okay. And I think it can be the, it can be even worse when you push through. And I know people with um, like chronic fatigue or like chronic headaches and things like that, they do try to push through and it just makes those symptoms worse. And then they're out for the count for the next like few days or, or like week because they didn't listen to their body. They didn't listen, um, to their needs and I know it can be really frustrating because sometimes you are looking forward to those plans you are looking forward to um doing those things and sometimes your illness just takes over and you could you could just can't control it and I can really relate to that because you know I could be really excited about going on a trip and then boom I have this urgency to go to the bathroom it comes out of nowhere I know I haven't eaten anything that's triggered me but it might just be my anxiety is high because it's a long trip and I'm thinking will there be stops for the bathroom like and all that sort of thing and especially if I'm going with other people as well like sometimes I don't want to be like again you don't want to be an inconvenience to people do you so um but I think if you just communicate that communication is key I really think communication is key most people will understand and if they think that you're an inconvenience and just being damn right annoying or whatever then they're not your people <laughs> I'm telling you that right now so anyway I feel like I'm going on a bit of a ramble here and maybe repeating myself but I think you know honoring your needs 
acknowledging boundaries and making plans in advance um, are, are all really good things to make sure that you're doing. Um, having a plan, um, communicating it and just listening to yourself, you know, at the end of the day, although sometimes you do want to push yourself a chronic illness and see how, how far you can go because sometimes it is just fear uh, of the unknown and anxiety that can bring on symptoms and if you can manage that in the moment that's great but other times it is just your body saying no I've had enough it's it's not for me today so you know I can I'll do another episode of managing kind of guilt and your feelings around your kind of chronic illness I've kind of touched upon that here but you know you are the most important thing doesn't matter about anybody else at this point um you know you've got to look after you and honor you and you are you know worthy of that you know boundary it's a healthy thing um and you do what you need to do to make you feel better at the end of the day you know when i'm having a flare-up i sit down have a blanket have a hot water bottle or and just you know take my mind off it um you know have your if it helps to have like a little box um like because i have like a mental health box to help me feel better it might be a good thing for me to make a box <laughs> for my ibs if i have a flare-up but just something that's there um and handy to um make me feel better in that moment and just focus on me um because you're always so bothered about what's going on around in the external sometimes it's 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 hard to sometimes honor what's going on on the inside um so please make sure that you look after you and set those boundaries that are healthy and are ultimately gonna help you in the long run when things get a bit difficult when it comes to kind of your personal life and your work life um definitely so I'll wrap this up here because I feel like I've rambled a little bit <laughs> but I hope that helps and helps um you recognize some of the things that you could be doing to help set better boundaries with your chronic illness um and also help you recognize that it's not just you feeling like this as well that there's tons of other people experiencing the the same things and going through the same things it's just not always talked about so yeah <laughs> chronic illness is hard but keep going you've got this definitely so as i said earlier i have some really great guests coming on board to talk about their experiences of chronic illness and where they are now and how it impacts their kind of um lifestyle so i'm really excited to share those um, and if you took anything away from the podcast today please let me know over at my um instagram which is va underscore steph solutions um, i'd really love to know or if you want to leave like a, a review on apple or itunes whichever it is <laughs> um, i'll be really grateful um but for now i hope you all have a lovely uh, morning afternoon evening whenever you're listening to this and i'll catch you in the next one